All right, the Big Ten, they pretty much laid a plane with their new TV rights deal. Notre Dame, they were kind of listening. They may have sparked a few interests, but let's talk about the fact that the ACC has got to figure it out. Wake up call. This is the moment. Today's the day, August 19th. We're sitting here selling ourselves Freestyle Friday. It can't get more freaky if ACC doesn't figure out how in the world to get on the same page as the rest of the Power Fives. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Jersey Drake of Locked on Seminoles podcast. He helps me out each and every Freestyle Friday. He is my go-to guy when it comes to just easy, fun episodes. And we're going to have all the things today. We're going to lay it all flat there. Jersey Drake, how are we feeling? I'm feeling good, feeling good as it is. August 19th, so I want to give a special shout-out to my my better half, uh, Eva Silva, my little brother, a.k.a. Baby Cam Noon, the Latino Cam Noon out there. He's turning 26 today. Eva, I love you, my guy, because I know for a fact you're listening today because I make a listen to everything I make, so. Oh, he has to. He, <laughs> he has to at this point. He has to. no choice. <laughs> exactly. Guys, if you're joining us today, it is the episode brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. So we're rocking and rolling through today's episode. We're making sure that you are fully covered with the news that broke that is pertaining to a different Power 5 conference, but it's very important to our league who has been in the realignment news all summer. So the Big Ten, Big Ten landed this historic media rights deal, which means there might be more expansion ahead. So for those of you who don't know, this is a deal with CBS, Fox, NBC, Peacock, which is NBC adjacent, and FS1, which is Fox adjacent, for seven years, for July 20, July 1st, 2023, through June 30th, 2030, a network sources from, say, there's worth seven or eight billion dollars. So, so really, much money. So if you're thinking about it, you got USC, UCLA, who just joined the Big Ten, and then you've got your schools that are sort of Big Ten shore, but they're not really in the headlines, like the Northwesterns, the Maryland's of the world. But because of how the deals are broken down, they're about to get paid, like buku money. Now, there's a couple of questions that, of course, you trickle down from there. But the first is just a reaction. When you woke up this morning, Jersey Drake, you saw the news of the seven or eight billion dollars in TV deals for the Big Ten. What did that say to you in terms of what Kevin Warren's doing over there in Chicago? I mean, Kevin Warren's a G. I mean, Kevin Warren's got that <laughs> NFL executive experience and now basically he's trying to make that sort of experience for college football as a whole. And quite honestly, I'm not surprised. I'm honestly, I think the more surprising thing for me is like, I, those projections that they had were for what, I think $120 million. And now you're hearing mm-hmm. the projections are between 80 to 100 million pass for each school. But I do want to say that I think that's probably is before probably you see some new teams coming in because if I remember correctly, if the way they have it laid out, that they actually look to see for future expansions going to be on the table. So, and we talked about this, what, last week? Mm-hmm. We're basically saying that the Big Ten definitely will be going for NBC, mm-hmm. who's NBC's big premier partner. Yep. It's our cousins, you know, Notre Dame, as we call them affectionately here in the Unlocked uh, on ACC. So to me, this might be the beginning of, hey, 2026, the NBC, NBC's going to be, be broadcast in CFP playoff. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see something around then. You know, I think what's wild to me is just how 
the Big Ten keeps putting it in our faces that we're not up to snuff ACC. You know, if anything, I'm sitting here telling myself, one of these days, ACC is going to come out with something really fascinating, and we're going to have this big deal that says suck it to everybody. The alliance, right? <laughs> just go with the alliance. <laughs> everybody who doubted us, we're just going to sit here and say, boom. Like, don't even worry. We got this thing covered and all the things. So that's where I sit here and tell myself, okay, I'm not too concerned because I feel like things are starting to shift their way towards good for ACC. But now that the Big Ten has pretty much put it out there, you really can just go ahead and lay the card. Hey, what's where's the ace? Where is the big joker? If you're a spades person, you understand what I mean. Where's the big joker? Right. Is it going to be a Notre Dame? Actually, shout out to our new locked on uh, fighting Irish host. OK, Malik. And what's my guy's name? Sean. Malik mm-hmm. and Sean are two fighting Irish hosts. And we also have a new locked on Virginia host. But we'll get to that later. Now, I think that the news is fine. It is what it is. It doesn't shake my feathers right now. What to me is interesting is the Fox, the CBS, the mm-hmm. NBC, the Peacock, the FS1. As much as we love these streaming channels, it's so annoying when you just want to watch your basic ass television, your basic game on Saturday, and you have to go on the hunt, right? I, yeah, I was always in the camp that I love my streaming services. Trust me, I look. Yeah. You can look at my bill. I pay for Hulu. I got Disney Plus. <laughs> I got ESPN. I got Crunchyroll, HBO Max. I got everything on there. It adds up, and all does add up. That you always need to have that secure, great internet. And that's for stuff that's not live action. The problem with a lot of streaming services is you're going to have be a minute behind latency-wise depending on your internet connection. And also, no offense to like some of these teams in the Big Ten, but our team's going to – our fans going to really pay to pay to see what Rutgers and Nebraska or Illinois go up against Iowa, you know, in the middle, in the, on the middle of a uh, Saturday. So and, it's yes, going to be yes. interesting overall. Yeah, it's just not going to be, I don't know, that Peacock and FS1 thing, I think it's just there to be there because they need to have something on the streaming platforms because mm-hmm. the, the office can't carry uh, Peacock forever. So Right, right. But you think about the old faithfuls, right? The people who are like, you know, get off my lawn types. Yeah, they ain't, they ain't on the cord. <laughs> who don't, don't want to have to go through yeah. so many different My dad's not doing that. Yeah, right? At this point, like, we're eventually, to me, I think we're all going to get back to basic cable the way these streaming services are going. But I think it's going to be challenging. How do you more well? That'll be the key for the Big Ten. How do they best market to the people who are saying, I don't, some days I don't want to leave my couch. I might not want to watch a live game, but I don't want to have to go through hoops and valleys just to see my team that I've been watching for 45 years on NBC or CBS or for all the things, right? So that's one part of it. I think the other part of it is the fact that when you talk about realignment, it's starting to get a little sexy. The seven years grant of rights, as you start to tiptoe saying, we're not going to keep building on this thing. I'm just saying Miami, FSU, North Carolina, the big 10 looks sexier and sexier than maybe it does for the SEC. I mean, this is something that uh, Max and Dave and myself spoke on a lot on locked on Seminoles where that, when you actually broke it down, I don't understand why, I guess, FHS fan base specifically was very keen on going or head over heels going to the SEC. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, I'm just like, you do realize we complain ad nauseum that we have one of the most largest alumni bases in the Power Five, but we have also one of the smallest booster donation bases. And you want to go to a conference that basically their tithings at the church is basically given to Alabama football. Same thing with Georgia, too, as well. You can't, like, you can't really compete with that. Yeah. And then... You look now with the revenue sharing where the Big Ten is going to be making a lot more than the SEC. Obviously, the SEC, once Texas and Oklahoma actually join the conference, the revenue is going to be a lot higher. But to me, the Big Ten is somewhere where 
we should look forward to. And I kind of want to ask you, you too, like, do you think now with basically seven years, that's a lucky number, 2030, Granite Rice deal will be up in six years. It's not as bigger, it's not as big of basically of an amount of money to pay for. Would you be interested actually for UNC to make the jump over to the Big Ten? Oh my gosh. You know, for me, I think I am might want to be one of these old lawn people where I'm just like, I'm really love the ACC. I love tradition of what I've been raised in, I've worked in and been all around my entire life. So it's hard for me to think of North Carolina, one of the staples of the Atlantic Coast Conference in a different conference, having to figure out the new schedules, trying to travel to some of these games and being like, uh, I don't know these opponents. Like, I'm sorry, I've, I've grown to love and hate the Wake Forests, the NC States, the Miamis and all the like, right? I've grown to understand that when we play FSU, it's always going to give me a headache because somehow we're going to mess it up, even when we're better than them. Like, I've come yeah. to, like, make peace with that, right? So to see the opportunity at the Big Ten, and it's like, it doesn't lure me, but I think North Carolina's going to be fine either way. They can go to exactly. any conference and thrive. You know, like you could put us in the AAWC, which is not real, but whatever. I don't want to crap on the lower conference and we'll, you know, make a shake. So I'm not too worried about it, but I hope that Bubba kind of puts that stake. Like we're here to stay. We had that vote of confidence to Jim Phillips and all the like. Now, saying of Jim Phillips, speaking of, I want you to hold on to that that name there for one second. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all of your sports betting needs, find reviews and news of every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and golf. BetOnline continues to be the online resource for all of the sports wagering information that includes live in-game betting, scores, podcasts, and more. Head to the website today, betonline.net. Use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening because BetOnline is where the game starts. Rocking and rolling here with Drizzy Drake of Locked On Seminoles podcast. You can hear him talk about FSU all of the time, and I'm sure he feels a little bit of a way, a little bit of a way about Jim Phillips. Now that we've seen the Big Ten pretty much put, this is a swinging contest, right? They did a big hit. I mean, they've Essentially hit a home run in my my like what is it called? Oh, it's a five hundred fifty foot bomb grand slam. <laughs> that man, they they have knocked out of the damn out of the yes. stadium into the parking lot. Grand slam is the word I was looking for too. They have a grand slam. Jim Phillips, this is what year two going into year three of you being the commissioner. This is the this is the nut up or shut up year, Jim. Like I hate I hate to be that person, but we got to. I hope you are back there doing some backdoor dealings that you're just going to come out and tell everyone they've just been silly about you. They've been denying you. They've been doubting you this entire time. You knew all along that you were going to make a shake. You knew Miami was going to have a hell of a season and put the ACC on the map. You knew FSU was going to do better. You knew that NC State was going to win the ACC. Like you knew all of these things. You knew Clemson was going to be Clemson, damn it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, like, you're not worried. He's probably going to have the last laugh. Do you think Jim Jim Phillips is going to have the last laugh? I hope no. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, and it's not, it's not because of Jim Phillips. Because like, I feel bad for the guy to be honest with you. Yeah. Because I mean, he did take the job, and also when you take this kind of job with the kind of paycheck he's probably getting, you inherit these bigger problems that you're being paid to deal with. And yeah. I don't feel bad for you for that. But yeah. we all discussed that basically how the, the grant of rights deal for between the ACC and ESPN was basically the ACC just giving away their rights for nothing, and yeah. also being locked into a deal from revenue wise from what 2018 and 2036. It's just bad negotiating overall. Yeah, yeah. And right now with Jim Phillips, I think that he really, really needs to get, like push forward with basically this unequal revenue sharing because right now you basically need to keep your Florida States, your Miamis, your Clemsons happy because they're the ones basically giving all the money to your smaller teams. Like a Wake Forest, like 
even in their best years, they're not yeah. bringing in the same revenue as these top tier teams who yeah. are even having a bet down year. Miami hasn't won anything since 2001, <laughs> and they still are one of the higher revenue generating sports team, and they're not back on the come up. So yeah. one actually they do. To me, I expect them to fully win the Coastal this year. That's, I'm going to finally officially say that. I hate saying that, but they're going to be the one driving revenue. And then at the end of the year, they're not going to they're going to feel some, some type of way sharing all the money that they've earned because of the national brand that they are with yeah. the lower kind of bottom tiers of the, of the conference. I love that backhanded compliment you give. I appreciate that. You know, you can't you can't fully like commit on being nice in Miami, and I love that for you. I mean, like, they're like you, my you little gotta, brother. You got to be they're spicy, like nice. That's, that's literally how I look at them. I'm from down here. I'm from South Florida. You know, I'm looking as a trader because I went up north. But you know, listen, it's all love. But like, I hate to love you. I love to hate you. Come on. Hey, listen, you're not mean. You're just spicy nice. I saw a tweet go out there today. You're oh, not you mean. You're just it's a spicy gift. Nice. It's yes. a gift. Blessing and a curse. Gift and a curse. All the things. Um, so I say all that to say. I think that ultimately Jim Phillips is definitely in a weird position. But when you look at where we want this conference to be, you have all the major players. You have this is going to be one of the best football seasons to me for they see in a very long time. But when you think about college football, I'm not running to ESPN unless it's the college football playoffs. And I like have to. I'm thinking about Fox. I'm thinking about CBS. I'm thinking about NBC. My my Saturdays of like some good shows. I'm not. I'm, I mean, obviously we watch ESPN games. Sure, fine, whatever. I'm not taking that away from them. But ABC, which is also associated with ESPN, I just don't want us to get so held up in the idea that the, our top schools have to stay in this mindset of oh well let's just be happy with what we got because no one's going to do that that's not what we we're, that's not the world we live in anymore Nobody and that's not what we loyal. would do in our own jobs anyways either like we want to keep and potentially keep pushing forward for what's better yeah. for us and our families too so why would we expect you know these million dollar you know deal makers right now doing the same damn thing and then yeah. with the espn thing all i watch honestly is college game day from 8 to 12 and yeah. then unless my team isn't playing on espn i go to fox yeah. I go to ABC. Yeah. I go to the Big Twelve cook uh, the kickoff because <laughs> as a gambling person, I like going around and watching the games. <laughs> and on yes. ESPN, I have to go to the yeah. ACC network, which only just came into my area with Comcast over this past season. Which yeah. I'm not going to get into that though. So right, oh, oh, Comcast. But one question that I think was really important that I saw someone throw out there was the fact that where does this money really go? Like we talk about this seven, eight billion dollars. Have we seen like exponential growth for some of these universities? Like are all is the money for these TV deals going to these new facilities? Is it getting pouring into these students' education? Like I would love, and I'm a producer, so like it's very much a line item for me. I would love a line item, an itemization of where this billion dollar kind of industry is taking us because it seems as if we keep talking money, 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 but where is it, it actually landing? It feels dicey. Like, it feels like it's not landing in the right places. I don't know. But you cry. I mean, you can't sit here and cry about NIL and then also come breaking out the story about seven, seven to $8 million just for TV. We're not even talking about ticket sales. We're talking about merchandise. We're not talking about actual gameplay. Like, we're not talking about none of that. We're just talking about solely to watch these jokers. And you tell me NIL is crazy? Get out of here. Hey, listen, you're talking, I mean, you're preaching the choir here. You know, I've been a big proponent of the NIL. So, hey, everyone get your bread. But I know I'm right there with you. We're basically, you're, we'll, I don't think we'll ever know where yeah. the money goes. I mean, you'll see kind of like on service level where you hear schools that, oh, a new FOF is building up or we have renovations coming up. And hopefully also when these schools get all this money, I do know like FSU recently renovated part of the baseball stadium. The soccer stadium got some fully a new scoreboard, which is some stuff that we need. And quite honestly, FSU fans, 
The soccer team has done a lot more over the past 10 years than FSU football has when they've fully deserved it, minus the 2013 championship team. But overall, yeah, it's really – I really would hope to see where the money goes. But I quite honest with you, I we probably will never, ever see that unless, you know, something – you know, some the money goes missing in the weeks you have to go find it. Right. And I'm wondering, though, also, you had mentioned these, you know, non-revenue sports. How much love are they getting when we talk about realignment? And I know there were some murmurs out there about the college football playoff trying to break away from the NCAA, and that got shut down pretty quick. But Oh, I said the last week. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not for nothing. People need to start having that conversation more. I genuinely feel like college football is going to turn into a mini NFL, not because it should, but because that's just the, the nature of where it seems to be shifting. Now, what does that do ultimately for, you know, student athletes or athletes who are non-revenue? Who knows? I think it screws them personally as an Olympic sport athlete myself, but I digress. Yeah, I mean, I've looked at the college football as a mini NFL ever since I kind of started watching college football, primarily because <laughs> it is the only professional sports team that kind of collectively already bargained with all these other schools, basically, when it comes to basically they have a perfectly fine minor league system and then a draft, but we don't have basically the sort of unification between the two. So to mm-hmm. me, the breakoff is inevitable and also probably something that should happen. And also with the CFP, I mean, NCAA will still be there to basically govern and regulate the non-revenue generating sports. And to me, I would hope that you would have athletic directors out there in presence to actually basically, because football, the way it's going, college football is, to me, it's more profitable and more enjoyable as a product than actual pro NFL football. Because yeah. you already have the allegiances, the cult of personality behind each program. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, like, I will stop everything I'm doing to watch an FSU game, whether it be football, basketball, volleyball, baseball. NFL, I'm a Steelers fan. I'm already depressed as hell to have Mr. Bisky <laughs> and Kenny Pickett fighting out for the pro, stop, pro job. So, hey, I really not don't for nothing. Name. I've been hearing that Kenny's doing his thing out there in Pittsburgh. That's the preseason, man. I really don't I, care. For that starting <laughs> job, you know, Sam Howell. Yeah. He's taking the one reps. If we're going to give a little, show a little love to our former ACC yeah, Sam stars. Howell, I believe in. Sam Howell's fine. Yeah. I wanted Malik Willis, but no. we got to go with baby <laughs> hands over here from Pitt. I know that's for all the Pitt fans out there that know I'm a hater. But to me, like, I definitely see – I really hope there's going to be a way that these non-revenue generating sport athletes like, you know, soccer, track and field, especially that actually are able to survive passes. Maybe the NCAA, if they're focused mainly on that, it's a lot easier to do that because it's probably is not as much money, I guess, involved when it comes to revenue generating sports. Yeah. Listen, you ain't never lie. I think it's just so it's right there. You have opportunity to ensure that there's sports beyond football, but can you make sure that you have all the ducks in a row financially? And who knows if we'll ever see kind of what is actually being put into place. So yeah, we'll put that to bed. Now, just to wrap up, make sure everyone understands things. Big 10, seven to $8 billion deal with CBS, NBC, Fox, FS1, Peacock, all the good stuff they have over there that could be slowly enticing Notre Dame. But for the ACC itself, what is the best option? Because I'm still honestly trying to figure it out myself. I see so many things out there and I'm like, okay, either the ESPN deal gets better or what? Like we have some ABCs like stakeholders here, but like what true, are we just, we just got to wait till everything comes out in the wash and sort of just be happy on the back end seven years later when it all comes to fruition that we'll have some of our really good teams leave us. Candace, if I had an answer for that, I would not be sitting here with you right now. I'll be on the phone with Jim Phillips right now earning that paycheck because I actually have no damn idea. I can yeah. scream out here about unequal revenue sharing, which I think should be the thing moving forward. I would like to say renegotiating, but 
ESPN is going to make like a make out like a bandit here. Why the hell would they come to the renegotiating table? As their attorney, they'd be like, no, no legal advice, folks. But I would tell them, no, don't go back to that. Don't fix all that. You're in the clear here. But to me, if I'm the ACC, maybe honestly, I would go and post the rest of the Pac-12 and see what actually yeah. what they actually have over overall to offer. And honestly, yeah. I know the Big 12 just got ba- uh, they just got UCF, Cincinnati in them. Look at them too as well. And yeah. quite honestly, like that's probably what you need to do. And maybe they already have some plans in the works, but quite frankly, I still think that the majority of the big name teams like a UNC, Florida State, Clemson, Miami, and also by extension, probably Virginia and also NC State, they're probably going to be on the move to another conference. And probably by 2030, we're going to see a two, probably a power two conference with 2024 teams. Yeah, you ain't never lie. I also think ultimately, like, if they don't figure it out, we're just going to be sitting here saying shoulda, coulda, woulda. Like, man, we we had the opportunity. Maybe we need to talk to Apple. Maybe we need to talk to Amazon. Like, maybe there can be some synergy there because I think that would be to, awesome. That you would have be to awesome. find you have to find a streaming platform at this point because we know where it's going. Like, streaming is the nature of the beast. Like. I think you got to figure out how to get one of these streaming platforms on board. I think Apple is probably the best approach, but, you know, it's a lot of money over there. At the end of the day, what it boils down to, you got to find schools that you know are always going to be a great stakeholder within your conference some money. You got to get this revenue sharing at a better place. Point blank, period. Like, there ain't no, there's no other thing about it. Chop it up, spit it out. Here, they need more money. Figure out how to do it. Get it done fast. By year six and a half, I don't want to be having this conversation with Jim Phillips. Hopefully, we're not still locked on ACC podcast because, you know, we're doing a thousand and three things. Like, we might be 45 and having babies and just chilling, right? Like, who knows? We could still be doing this. I, I just got engaged. Let's, 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 let's slow down the baby talk real quick, okay? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the way nature of the beast, right? You first, oh, you get the deal, you seal the deal, and now they're saying, all right, expand, multiply, multiply. That's how, that's oh. how it goes. She's calling me now, too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But, no, I wrap it up to sit here and say I am fine with the deal. I'm not too worried about the Big Ten deal. I just – I'm praying that Jim is in the back ready for that big announcement. We're waiting. Are we waiting? We're waiting. We're, we're waiting patiently. Hopefully, you know, we're, we're hopefully we're not just sitting on our hands, you know, just waiting for nothing. I would like to hear for Jim Phelps to have something. And I yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if also other whether or not Jim Phelps has an announcement in the in the you know, I guess the in the affirmative or the negative, it could be a good thing or could, could be a bad thing. All I do know is that I know a lot of athletic directors in the conference have been having conversations since last summer. So even before all of this, because these yeah. moves, it's gonna be a lot of chess games being played. So to me. I like I kind of liked your idea, basically the Apple Amazon thing. Me personally, I go to uh, Jeff Bezos real quick. Be hey, give me the Amazon money. Get on there, get streamed with a Kirk Herbstreit because he's going to be on the new uh, TV show on Thursdays. And also, it'd be dope. Yeah. And I got my fire stick too. So <laughs> <laughs> we love a fire stick, bro. I yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all said and done, Jim. I just hope you're listening and you're getting things in a row and you surprise the hell out of a lot of us who are stressed or like low key stressed. Like we're vibing. We're, we're waiting for that big announcement. If you want to drop it week zero, we'll be fine with it. Like, we can talk about Florida State, Duquesne, but we can also talk about week zero and ACC landing the biggest deal ever in history. So, hey, either way you either way you slice it, it's a good time. Jersey girl, we got football too coming on exactly, the way. Come on, come exactly. Come on, come on. This can't kill the vibes right now. Come on. 100%. We're almost there. Like, we're literally almost there. Next week, we actually get to talk about games. Like, oh, we get the game walls and games too. I am stoked with some bad Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and then week one comes up. Woo! I'm good. Man, Sorry. talk about Labor Day joy. Can you please? around these folks to where they can find you and follow your work. 
You can follow me at tally underscore Drake. As you can see below, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can follow my co-host Dave. At, you can follow my co-host Dave at FSU Knowles with a zero and a five because he's a thousand years old. And then you can follow the podcast at Knowles Anonymous, basically where we engage with fans, where we get things for episodes for a mandatory mailbag Monday. And as always, we're uh, fans first, people second, and uh, content creators third. And uh, let's Absolutely. get that money. No doubt about it. For Candace Cooper and Jitsi Drake, go, hope you guys have a great and safe weekend. Please be smart out there. Until 